Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. Hello, welcome back to our Uncanny Adventures, and we are ready to play some more adventures in Raven's Hill. We have our adventures returning. Why don't we uh, do introductions? Hello, I'm Colin. I'm playing Krona. Hey, my name's Ian. I'm playing the Barbarian Dustin. Hi, I'm Casey. I'm playing Brielle, the Ranger Elf. I'm Dylan. I'm playing Camparia Culperanius, the rock gnome druid. Previously on Uncanny Adventures, the priests from the temple took Cronus' lifeless body, promising to bring him back. Kimmy, Dustin, and Bree traveled with the priests south from the cemetery before arriving at Councilman Merrick's estate. They discovered the Councilman was killed by a spirit he referred to as Grandpa. Dustin collected the body of the Councilman, and the group hurried to catch up with the priests. On their journey, Kimmy noticed someone was shadowing the group, and they gave chase. They caught up with a crazy-looking individual that they recognized as Entrellis, the local madman. When they managed to catch Entrellis, he panicked, declaring the others were looking for him, and that the beast had many legs. After releasing Entrellis, thinking he had nothing more to offer, they returned to town and briefed the sheriff on what happened at the cemetery, telling him where to find the woman. Later, they took some time to rest from their ordeal. Bree and Kimmy. Um, hmm. the, the third night after this whole drama took place, you guys are... Huh? <laughs> Sleepover. Yep, you guys, uh, it's it's the middle of the night. You guys have gone to bed for the evening. Uh, Kimmy, your dad is, is fast asleep. He's a heavy sleeper. Um, yes. <laughs> and you both... Those noxious fumes. <laughs> You both wake up as you hear a tap, 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 somewhere in, in the house. I need you guys to both make perception checks. That's what I want. Okay. I'm sure she has it. I'll take it. Oh, all right. Okay, so. You're both in your own rooms and you come to your door like they're kind of on the same hallway and at the, almost the same time like both your doors open end of the hall and you see each other in the hallway mm. and you can hear from the, the door at the end of the hall your dad just like <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear it again this tap 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 and it sounds like it might be coming from downstairs maybe mm. on one of the windows gonna go check it out yeah i mean i guess we should it doesn't sound like one of my dad's inventions unless he made a new one but i don't, I don't think so tap, 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 tap. are we what what does brie wear for her pjs <laughs> casey Kimmy probably has just like, you know, shirt, pants, and she got like bunny slippers. Oh. <laughs> probably just a shirt and pants. I don't think Bree's a nightgown type of person. <laughs> yeah, no, I just Kimmy. Yeah. All right. Tap, tap, uh, tap, 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 tap. Actually, we both have dark vision, don't we? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. well, we'll just go downstairs. Screw it. <laughs> All right, so you guys quickly move downstairs without using a light because you can both see in the dark. Do you want to be stealthy, Bree? Yes. Okay, roll okay. some stealth checks. I want to attempt to be stealthy. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, I have a plus four. <laughs> I have plus three. 
Edibles boring at 12. <laughs> All right, so you guys go downstairs and you both realize that it's coming from a kitchen window. Tap, 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 oh, tap, 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 tap. Is the curtain closed? The, the curtain is currently closed. Of course it is. Does it sound big or small? It's this, like, just this, like... A light tapping. Tap, 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 mm. tap, tap, tap. Mm. Do we want to open the curtain? We, we peek through, yeah. Okay. Well, I probably do. Can you reach the window? It's it's a gnome-sized house, thank you. Yes, of <laughs> course. True. We have, like, ladders just in case. Step stools. <laughs> All right, so who opens the curtain? Both size accommodations. Do each of you take one curtain and pull them back at the same time? <laughs> sure. sure. Let's make this more dramatic. All right. <gasps> So you each pull back on the curtains and you see on the other side of the glass looking back at you about to tap again a raven. Oh. But you realize you can sort of see through the raven? Like it's ghost raven. spectral in nature? Why is there a ghost raven? <laughs> and it cocks, <laughs> it, it, it cocks it, its head and looks at both of you for a moment. And then turns and flaps its wings and flies away. Both of you guys can make perception checks. Okay. Okay. Oh. Mm. Could be worse. Oh, both 13. All right. Let's see. All right, so... You both noticed that the raven looked like it had something in its beak, but you didn't get a chance to see what it was before it flies away. Hmm. Have you ever seen anything like that before, Bree? No. <laughs> Neither have I. Huh. Oh, shit. Right. You can see through it. But it's making a physical yeah. connection. Reminds me of those nasty ghosts we ran into. Do you want to go outside and see if you can find it? I want to go out. Do we want to go outside in the middle of the night? Um, I don't care. <laughs> All right. I mean, Kimmy's up for it. She'll pack some some stuff from like the. Well, I don't want to travel too far. I mean, oh no, 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 no. just you know, just in case, you know. Yeah, I'm willing to follow it to the edge of town, wherever it happens to go. I'm not willing to go out in the. Okay. Okay. Not after what has happened recently. That's that's Normally fair. Normally, wouldn't care. Fair. All right, so Kimmy and, and Bree, you guys grab your stuff and you head outside and head into the direction that you saw it, hoping to find this this bird again. Meanwhile, yeah. Dustin, you're at home, you're sound asleep. Uh -huh. You hear a tap, 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 tap. It better be pretty loud, because <laughs> I'm like right on Dustin's forehead. Tap, 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 tap. Does he, he hear it? Or he is does, he yeah, he does hear it. I say, uh, Gerald. <laughs> Roll over. Tap, 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 tap. Is Gerald uh. snoring? 
I like like groan and like twist my head up and I look and what do I see? Make a perception check. Okay. Do you have dark vision? I don't think so. <laughs> Are there any lanterns lit here? I got an 18. All right. got an 18. You you turn your head and you see sitting on the sill outside your bedroom window a black bird that you immediately take for a raven. When it sees you look, raven. it turns and it bounds to the edge of the sill and starts to flap away. I grab some bread and I go, Raven, come back! And I hold the bread out. So you run over, fling the window open and hold the bread out, trying to get him to come yeah. back. Roll me another perception check when you do. It's okay. Bird. It doesn't need to eat. Eleven. The raven continues to fly away. Mm-hmm. Heading um, kind of toward the center of town as you watch it go. Do raven? Okay, it is weird because everything around here is called ravens something. Mm. But do ravens like mean anything? Like, are they? They're not salunes, like mm. bird or something, are they? Uh, they deal more with uh, the the raven queen, which is the, the mistress queen. of death. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Of okay. she is. Dustin will grab his backpack and his axe and a torch. Okay. Light up a torch because it's dark out. And he will try to follow the bird, I guess. Alright, so Dustin goes out, shuts the door behind him with his torch and heads out into the streets. Yeah, I think he says like, nor- he's like thinking to himself, he's like normally I wouldn't do this, but we're adventurers now, so when <laughs> the world calls, you respond. <laughs> Alright, so Kimmy and Bree, you guys are going in the direction you think you saw the bird go, and you see in the distance this this torchlight bobbing along down one of the side streets. Uh. Well, I mean, zombies wouldn't need a torch, but I still don't know who it is yet, so I would rather try to be stealthy. Mm. I think you hear, come here, birdie, birdie. <laughs> oh, it's Dustin. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. So I don't have to roll anything, man. <laughs> you both recognize the, the voice of your friend Dustin. Okay. I, I guess we go meet up with him. All right. So, Dustin, you see two figures materialize out of the dark. One tall and slender, <laughs> one short, and you're Dustin. <laughs> you shouldn't be out this late at night. You're going to scare someone. Oh, my God. Like you? Yeah. It's been scary enough the last few days. Oh my god. I was trying to follow this bird. It was so weird. Wait, you saw the bird too? Yeah, it was this like black raven. I look at at Bree. What? Do you know of ravens being any other color? Well, I guess not, but I was just trying to be descriptive. Use my words, you know? Just check. When he says that, everybody can make me perception checks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> gonna get jumped. Question, mm-hmm. do we have max hit points yet? Yeah, you guys have had a number of days to rest, okay. so you are back up to full health. Very good. Yeah. Oh, well. Kimmy does not see anything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, perception. Oh, I did pretty good. I see Dilly. Uh, so... Bree, you see uh, what you believe to be this raven 
as it flies into the little memorial park where the fountain is and disappears behind some trees. It's a memorial park. There's no bodies buried in there, right? No, you know there's no bodies. I've had enough of graves. This is true. You're 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 very sure that you have never been told about them burying a body in the park. Mm. Went to the park, guys. Going to the park. Oh, I like the park. Let's go. Dustin yeah. says, Oh no. I heard a rumor that they were burying bodies in the moment. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> I'm just telling you what the guys say. Yeah, well, we know the guys you work with. They're not the brightest bulbs. Well, that's probably why they tell me these things. And you believe them. Mm-hmm. What does that say about you? Mm-hmm. Dustin's really smart. Don't be like that, Bree. That's not true. <laughs> I call trees for a living. It's the middle of the night. Wait, did you guys tell me why you're here? We probably did, yeah. Because yeah. we saw a bird. Oh, oh, Kimmy bird. said, you saw it too? Yeah. Right, right. So yeah, you know why we're here. All right. So you guys head into the little area where the this little fountain is. And you guys mm-hmm. know it's called, It's everybody in town refers to it as the Murmuring Fountain because for whatever reason it almost sounds like where the water's pouring out of the spigots and stuff like that like somebody's whispering and everybody's like has tried to listen to hear what it's saying at one time or another and everybody thinks it says something else and like the town like the magistrate talked about having it fixed but they they just couldn't really see a reason like it's not anything bad so they left it alone um so it's built in this little garden that has all these little hedgerows of white roses um, that have kind of grown a little bit wild, but they're they're really pretty, so they kind of leave them the way they are. Um, it almost like has taken on kind of a like a fae aspect mm. because just the way that they've kind of let it naturally grow and sort of be its own thing and tried to not do too much pruning and tending and controlling of it. And the fountain itself is kind of this uh, it's kind of built in two parts. There's a lower basin. Uh, that's got like the lower pool and then there's an upper pillar where the water kind of flows into and it's like four feet tall and it feeds into the lower basin so and each uh, on each side of it all the way around there's um, gargoyle statues that kind of pose around the base that were carved there so as you guys enter the park Kimmy and Bree because you can see better uh, and don't have to use the torchlight to see you Mm -hmm. see what looks like a small ghostly figure walking toward the the fountain portion of the park like just kind of walking away from you this like white sort of dress billowing behind it in the moonlight it's kind of kind of short it's maybe maybe Kimmy's size or a little taller and it's just walking quietly in the moonlight toward the fountain. Don't like ghosts. Don't like ghosts either. There's a ghost? Where? Don't worry about it, Dustin. Okay. I don't do well with ghosts. We know, we know. You'll be fine, though. I, I tap Dustin on, like, the thigh. Because <laughs> that's as high as you can reach. <laughs> you I can reach. What, what do you guys want to do when you see this figure? Hide. Well, you are being quiet. And the figure's yeah. walking in, toward the fountain away from you. Mm. Should, should I pull my torch out? 
Yeah. Okay, I put out my torch. So you shove your torch down into some sand and kind of rub and roll it until it's out. Yeah. Okay. Like I can't see. Is it a good moon? You you can see a little bit. It's the the moon's enough that you you can see a little bit. Like it's so not I too like, far. Trip. Yeah, you're not gonna fall on your face. Okay. Is the the figure like luminescent? Does it have light to it, or is it just like see through? And you can sort of see like the outline of it or Make whatever. A perception check. Mm. <laughs> Let's see. I can't tell. Oh. <laughs> so, um, you, it doesn't look like it has a glow. It's this small figure. Um, mm-hmm. The white dress is blowing in the wind. From here, it looks like its head is bowed, and it looks like it's carrying what appears to be maybe a bouquet of flowers as it's approaching the fountain. And it's now, it's kind of about oh. to walk down the hedge path toward the fountain itself. Oh. Uh. Park in memorial of. Yeah. It's it's just sort of like a memorial of like the, the town and like people who have passed before and things like that. Okay. You guys do realize like look like looking around. It's it's probably about midnight, maybe a little after. The witching hour. Joe weirdos being out of bed. <laughs> Who's out and about at midnight? That's like crazy Bob behavior. <laughs> Yes. Well, I'm gonna point out to the others that she has a okay. I say I, I think she might be a mourner or a something. Kimmy, can't you make some flowers? Maybe we could. Oh, yeah. Use as like an olive branch. Yeah, I I reach down and I I get like a little blade of grass and I make a. With my druid craft, I'm like, here you go. And I give it to Dustin. <laughs> oh, you want me to talk to the ghost? Oh, you want me to do it? I, I mean, I. Well, we could go as a group. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real is so, not excited. Do we approach? <laughs> so, you guys gonna approach her? Oh, dude. Okay, do, is she recognizable? Like, is it like, oh, that's old aunt. Something. <laughs> Old aunt something, yeah. You probably would have to get a little closer, but you could try to see if maybe you know who she is if you get a little closer. Hmm. What do you want us to... What kind of check do you want us to do? It would be a perception check. We, like, stealth up and then... You can if you'd you like mean to... not a history check? If you'd like to roll stealth, you can. I don't want... Oh. Yeah. Yes. I think... yes. Yes to stealth. Yeah, I got a nine for stealth. I'm not very stealthy. I got a five, so big man does not hide well. Of course, and I get. And the one. Ooh, ooh, just... ooh, but wait, I can be sneaky and hide. Hmm? What? I can hide. Oh, I got a natural twenty for my perception check. Wow. Okay, so as you guys get closer, Dustin. You recognize that first of all, this is not a ghost. Oh. And second oh. of all, you actually know who this is. Whoa. You, you, you actually recognize. You've seen her around town. 
Uh, you guys actually, um, and the, you other two uh, also realize who she is as you get closer, but Dustin, you're kind of first to realize it. Um, she's this sweet little girl that lives in town. You actually, she was amongst the group of kids that the little hands were trying to get to. Mm. And uh, her name is Lyrae. And she's only like 11 years old. And she's just walking with these flowers in a bouquet with her head bowed toward the fountain. She's kind of got this sad expression on her face. She doesn't seem to have taken notice of you. So she's not a ghost. Nope. You you oh. take a look and you're like, that's no ghost. I, I tell that. I'm like, oh, that's uh, Leary, the girl we saved. And I say, hey, why are you out so late? She like stops and turns around. And she, <gasps> oh, oh. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Hi. No. Hi. Uh, hi guys. Hi. Hey. What are you doing out of bed? Um, I I was coming to put flowers at the fountain. Why? Um. Well, my my mom and dad they don't believe me, but um, I I have this this friend of mine. His name's Aranel, and he's he's my pet and he's my friend. And I know something really bad happened to him because he didn't come back, and. And I found, like, a bunch of his feathers, and Mom and Dad said that maybe he's just hurt, but he'll be back, and it's fine. But I really think something bad happened to him. And so I I just was coming to just, you know, because I don't think he's coming back. I'm sorry. What is there now? Um, he's my, my friend. He's a, he's a raven. He talks to me sometimes. He says my name. He's well. He tries. He says there, 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 and it's and it's really cute. And he brings me like little things. Like he likes to collect things in his beak. And Aww. well, he did. But I think something really bad happened to him. But Dad and Mom don't believe me. What do you think happened to him? Well, well, well he disappeared. And well, mm-hmm. you know, I noticed that crazy old man was like was watching him and like. He yelled at me a couple times about him, like that he knew he was with those bad people that were trying to find him, and 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 I think that he hurt him because he was scared of him. Hey, crazy Bob. Um. Arches. Sorry, guys. And Trellis, and Trellis, the madman. Yeah, and Trellis. Yeah. So. And and ever since ever since Aranel disappeared the other day, every time that I see the old man, he like runs away from me now. He gives me this this crazy look with his eyes, and and he runs away from me. Like now he's scared of me. Hmm. I don't understand. He's scared of a lot of things. Yeah, he's scared a lot of things. You shouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Was, I think he killed he my was friend. Scared of Kimmy. I know, but but I think he killed my friend. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. I, I give I give her a hug. I'm like, I'm sorry. She gives you a hug. She's kind of crying a little bit now. I mm. pat her on the head. And she says, I just I just wanted to leave some flowers here because this is the last place that I saw Aranel was here. We, you know, he liked the fountain. He used to swim in it. And I used to like to watch him play. You guys realize that that's the ghost raven we saw, right? Hmm. Okay. Was mine a ghost raven, Jeanette, or mine was just you, a regular? You didn't. You couldn't really tell because you like dark. didn't have dark vision. Yeah. Ours was the ghost raven with something in its beak. Yes. Heading towards this memorial. 
Well, she says, I think he killed him and and I can't prove it. And my mom and dad won't let me do anything about it. Why did Crazy Bob kill a raven? Secret mission. <laughs> the beast what are we going to do? Interrogate? Okay, well, I tell uh, Lyrae before we do anything else, I tell him, uh, we also came to leave flowers, and I, I like, elbow Dustin. I'm like, oh, yeah, flowers. yeah. Yeah, here, we brought these flowers, too. We'll put them with yours. It'll be nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go, double flowers. I'm gonna I'm oh. gonna go put them right at the base of the fountain where Arinola used to like to swim. Can I see a raven anywhere? Make a perception check. <sighs> perception. <laughs> Ten. You look around and uh, no, you don't see any ravens. Fourteen. I don't see it either. Still no ravens. Okay. Crap. Kimmy's not looking. She's just like, Kimmy's, oh, Kimmy's consoling a little bit. So, Kimmy, roll me a persuasion check just to just to calm her down, just to to make it easier. On her. <laughs> Since I am a teenager and not much older than her, do, can I get advantage on that? Sure, <laughs> because you, yeah, First? you you can commiserate with her a little bit more on her level than okay. a grown up might be able to. Oh. <laughs> Holy crap. That's really nice. Yeah, so so she's, you know, crying, but as you, like, give her a hug and you show her the flowers, you actually get her to smile. Like, it, it makes, you know, her happy to see that you guys want to help honor her friend that she can't find. So she's when, I was, when I was really little, my dad had a parrot named Miss Mazelfraz, and she died too. So I, I understand. I'm sorry about Miss Mazelfraz, Kimmy. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. My dad made, like, a little robot version of her. I could, I could do the same. I'd give you a little robot raven. Well, would you like would that? Be, that would be nice. It'd be nice to have something to remember Aaron by. Okay. I'll, I'll ask my dad. Or actually, I'll see if I can do it. It'll take <gasps> a little bit of time. Great. I'm but... okay. That's all right. All right. I'm going to go lay my flowers down. Come on. Let's go. And she's okay. going to run down toward the fountain and lay her flowers by the fountain. So you guys go with her to put flowers down in remembrance of Aaron all the the raven, yeah. yes, eleven-year-old oh, yeah. is out of bed. At the yeah, <laughs> at midnight. Lever. What good moms yeah, and dads you guys would be? Hopefully not too soon. Not too soon. Do I still have that piece of bread? <gasps> yeah, you probably do. Also, as you guys yeah. get closer to the fountain, can everybody roll me perception checks? Uh... Oh. Okay. Okay. Nope, wrong. Wrong. I rolled the wrong P1. Can I take the first one instead? Yes, you can make it a uh, 14 instead of a... Or a 13 instead of that. And what did... Oh, a 5. All right. So, um... I'm looking for bread. Yeah. So, (laughs) as Dustin is looking for bread, and Bree is, like, probably looking back around, looking for the other raven, Kimmy, as you go to put the flowers down... You you see um, these feathers drop past your line of vision, like just black feathers dropping into the water. Real feathers or ghost feathers? They look very real to Kimmy. And as you look up, you see perched on the fountain a raven, only <laughs> it's covered in blood. And it squawks Ooh. at you. And then as you guys hear this squawk, and look around, you see more of them start to appear in the bushes and things around you. 
Um, uh, we, need to, we need to go. I'm going to have you guys roll initiative. We need to go. Uh, <laughs> I break the bread up and I throw it at all the ravens. <laughs> Distraction. Initiative. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, Kimmy is not in her armor. Nope. So would she have like 10 AC? Plus dexterity. Okay. Oh, jeez. Dustin never wears armor. Plot twist. <laughs> look at mine. Oh, actually, plus dexterity, it's still 13, so. <laughs> look at you. All right. Yeah. So. What would you do for armor class? 10 plus your dex. Yes. Yeah. Well, then my armor class is put in here wrong. Well, you're. If you you're, probably have armor normally. Yeah. If you're wearing your armor, it's more. Yeah. No, it's too low. Is it? Ooh. Well, you also have to check. You also have to check the oh, type of armor because you might have um, it might have limits on the dexterity modifier it can use. Sure. Okay. All right. So Dustin got a fifteen. How is my? I don't understand. He got an eighteen. What don't you understand? Why on one part of my character sheet it says dexterity six, on the other it says dexterity four? Oh, does is it, it save for the save? Yeah. One, yeah, one might be your saving throw. Uh, yep. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm not used to these characters. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're training. Is it? Yes. All right. So these uh, birds leap up on the. Like, all of a sudden, they just kind of start appearing around you guys. And, Wonderful. Um, Dustin, you are the first to react as you sort of toss your bread in the air. Like, birds! Yep. What else do you want to do? I want to grab um, the small girl and just, like, run away. <laughs> run back towards town. Alright, so you're going to run over to Leary. And yep. you're gonna basically go to pick her up. So uh-huh. she's she's not gonna resist you as she kinda looks around in surprise at these birds being here. Time to go home. And you uh scoop her up. And where are you going? So is town to the west on this map? Yes, town is back toward the west. Alright, I'm gonna go I can double move, I guess. Well, not it's really- an action to pick her up. Okay, so then single move. So you use five, five feet to get to her. Yeah, so I'm going to go 20 feet. 25 feet. To the, just down this path, I guess. Boop, 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 boop. Alright, so Dustin starts to run with her. He's like, peace, I'm out. Yeah. Alright, so after Dustin runs, then it is going to be Kimmy. Yeah. So you see these bloody ravens, and they're all like looking at you doing that eyeball thing some of them are on the bushes some of them are on the uh, like around the fountain one of them's the couple of them from behind are kind of flying in okay run yes i'm going to use my action to touch myself and brie mm-hmm. and i'm going to cast long strider on both of us okay so you move over to brie yep all right you took the little girl with you dustin 
and you give her so long strider. We each have 10 extra feet of movement when we All move. Right. So it took you 10 yep. feet to get debris. Yep. And then you're going to run. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I'll use my other 25 to down after Dustin. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So. So over to there. All right, so there you go. All right, so Bree, uh, Kimmy touches you. You feel the, the magic that she gave you earlier that extended your legs take effect. Mm -hmm. And she and Dustin are running from these ravens. I am also going to run, but I'm not going to run as far as I could. I'm going to make sure that I am behind Kimmy. Okay. I don't want Kimmy to be the last one in this area. Gotcha. All right. So, as you all start to run, these ravens give chase. Of course they do. Of course they do. <laughs> so, this one banks around and swoops in at your face, Kimmy. Uh, this one flies up behind debris. And these other ones seem to be uh, paying extra close attention to Dustin carrying the small girl. So they kind of like bank around and swarm Dustin and the little girl. You said we grab our stuff, right? Which stuff? Your weapons? You yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I don't think you'd go outside at night without your weapons. Maybe yeah. not our armor, but we grabbed our packs. All right. So they Just fly in. So she Can we... Kimmy keeps the slingshot Anders gave her close at all times. Okay. So, um, the ones that flew in on Kimmy and Bree are going to try and bite you with their beaks. So they just try to, like, poke at you with their beaks. So first on Kimmy. Yep. Yes, that'll hit. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, and then on Bree. <gasps> Yeah. How the fudge? I don't know. I didn't do it. Alright, so. Uh, <laughs> I always say I didn't do it, but you did. You rolled it. Alright, so Kimmy will take five points Max damage. damage. Of course. And Bree will take three. Oh okay. my goodness. And then on <laughs> Dustin, they start clawing at you, Dustin. Cool beans. Bring it on. Alright, so four of them will claw at you. One, two, three, four. So, Only one. Alright, so you manage to swat the other ones off, but one of them will get its claws into you. And that's gonna be... Seven points of slashing damage from its claws as it... Oh my gosh, okay. And then you guys hear another raven from the fountain. You guys all kind of look behind you and you see this spectral raven come out of the top of the fountain and fly down behind one of the ones that's on Dustin and just go at it to claw at it. Oh, this must be Leary, right? Is that the name of her friend? Aranol. Aranol. I don't know. She's Lear. Yep. So it will fly in and That's cool. She's got a ghost familiar. That's really cool. 
it, lucky girl. It basically, um, when it does, it flies in and it starts like harrowing the one behind you. So when you attack that one, Dustin, you would get advantage because Aranol is basically helping you by distracting it. That one first. Okay. Cool, so cool, cool. after them, Dustin, it is your turn. Leary is like screaming and covering her face and like trying to stay as low in like hiding underneath you as she can yeah that's i i put her down and i kind of almost like i imagine she goes on a ball and i just like stand over her and then i rage and i take my axe out and i take a big swing at one of these this bird that okay. is uh, being harried by my other friend bird so i'll give that a roll 23 if i have advantage uh, you do, in fact, have advantage, and you do hit him. Okay. And I'll um, do some damage. And I think plus two more for the rage. That's mm -hmm. 15 points of slashing damage. You hack this thing in two pieces in the air. Good. And you see the two pieces just sort of... Kimmy ducks as they fly over Kimmy's head and land in a heap on the ground. <laughs> Alright. After Dustin, is Kimmy's turn. Okay. Now, do we know if these ravens are undead or just covered in blood? You can make a religion check if you'd like to. Okay. I will do that. Because Kimmy has definitely been, like, reading up on undead since the whole zombie incident. Not enough, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kimmy, you're not sure. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter. She's going to say, uh, Salune, protect us! And she's going to cast Moonbeam on the one right in front of her. Ooh. So it needs to make a constitution saving throw as a beam of silvery light suddenly <clears throat> comes down from the moon right how, on top of it. How big is your moonbeam? It is five feet radius, so ten feet diameter. Okay. Uh, Forty feet high. Cool. And I will try not to catch me and Bri in it. We <laughs> can do that. Oh, look at you, Jeanette. Jeez. That's your moonbeam. It looks like the moon. All right. <laughs> so what happens to the bird when you cast it? Uh, it needs to make a constitution saving throw. All right. As it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain to it. It's, it looks up into the beam, cocks its head sideways in surprise, and goes, ah! And then <laughs> it will roll a 23. Ah. Well, it'll still take half damage. Okay, roll me some damage. <laughs> it'll take seven Ooh. radiant damage. Seven radiant damage. Oh, I'm damn. This little raven suddenly, with white fire. Yep, it, it actually, like, just hisses in pain, like, as if it's burning in this moment. And I will continue running. Oh, you're going to run away from it? Yes. All right, there are two of them that can take attacks of opportunity. Okay. <laughs> They're both going to try. Let's do it. The first one, the one in the moonbeam, gets a 13. That's, that's a power score. <laughs> yeah. The second one will miss you, though, as you run. Yeah, so the okay. one that hits you will do... Four points of piercing <laughs> slashing damage as it bites at you as you run away. Alright, okay. so where does Kimmy go? There she goes. Yep. Using my long strider to get 
a couple extra movement. <laughs> All right. So after Kimmy is going to be Bree. I'm going to attack with my short sword. Okay. Did you move away uh, from one? In this edition, uh, if you move, they do get an attack of opportunity. Damn it, no five foot step? No five foot step mm -hmm. in 5th edition. You can move all the way around them and keep circling, but once you leave their their reach, they get to attack you. Then yes, I did. Alright, it's gonna attempt to claw at you. Or okay. bite, it's actually gonna try to bite you with its beak. A 20 to hit oh. That hits. Alright. For four points of slashing damage. So I'm going to attack the one directly in front of me with my short sword. Okay. 15 to hit. 15 will hit. Six points of damage. Okay. And I believe I have two weapon fighting you with do. the second short sword. So I'm going to attack it again. Do it. I got a 20. You got a critical hit. So you do five. Yes. Now roll the, roll the dice again. So roll the d6 again. Mm. Five plus. Oh, it's... That sweet crit damage. Crits are plus good. the four. Uh, nope. Just the, the you rolled the dice twice, so it's gonna be uh, an extra one. Uh, wait. What do I roll? Damage. Uh, well. Yeah, no, you're right. When you get a crit, you roll the damage dice again. Yeah, you roll the damage. You roll the damage dice twice, and you add your bonus after you roll the dice. Yep. Gotcha. Ooh, okay, there we go. All right, Look at that. so that's eleven points. So you uh, kill it with both right. attacks. Okay. So it is dead. So here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. I have Horde Breaker. Okay. Oh. And it does not say anything about my two-handed fighting. It says once. On each of your turns, when you make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a creature within five feet yes. of the original target. So yes. can I go again and attack this dude? Yes, you can. Oh, wow. I just get to go one more time, though. Yes. This is wild. But I miss. You do miss. It's the first time you've tried this, but you're you're trying to figure out your speed with attacking so so many times. All right, mm -hmm. so after Bree, the I birds. thought that'd be a good one to take. The birds, Jeanette, the birds, yo. At the start of its turn, oh. it is going to make another constitution saving throw. Oh, no. As the, the radiant light of the moon continues to sear at its flesh. Got an 11 this time. That, fa that oh. failed. So it is going to take another 13 radiant damage. It dies in the moonbeam. <laughs> another one bites of dust. <laughs> Alright. So the uh the bird behind Bree will attempt to claw her this time. Oh I thought that was the Okay, yep, never mind. And it gets a twenty-three to claw you. Yep. That, that, that hits. That hits. Doing six points of slashing damage as it rakes its claws into your face. You kinda get this your blood mixed with its blood, it's a mess, it's gross. I'm not looking so great, guys. And then two of them will attack Dustin. The first one gets a six. 
The second one gets a 22 to hit Dustin. That, that unfortunately does. Alright, so with his claws, he will do... So he does seven, but you are raging, so you will take yep. three oh. points of slashing damage. As I do believe you now have a new totem that you took this I time. I do, yes. I mean, it. this doesn't matter for this one. But... but Yes, so if you look at Dustin while he's raging, he looks more like a bear, and you might see this necklace of bear uh, bear claws uh, that he has fashioned. Not out of real bear claws, but mm. in memento of, of bears. And, um, like, maybe wooden carving or something. Uh, and, yeah, so he has the bear totem. Nice. nice. So, yeah. Aranol will begin harassing this other raven that's behind you, Dustin, and give you the help action again. So that if you attack it, you will get advantage on it. So, after the ravens and Aranol, we're back to Dustin. Yeah, I'm gonna take that, and I'm gonna take a big swing at that. 24. will definitely hit this raven. An 11. Alright, he is still alive. (laughs) Anything else, Dustin? No, that's it. All right, Kimmy, you you have bolted from the group. You see uh, your moonbeam has taken down the raven that it was dealing with. Kimmy is going to use her action then to move the moonbeam onto the one behind Bree. She just sort of concentrates. I hope this works. (laughs) It does. Bree watches this magic energy that Kimmy created just slowly moves across past you and covers the next raven, who I assume has to make a constitution saving throw. Sure does. Let's see. It will fail its save. Then it's going to take 14 radiant damage. It is burned to ash in the moonbeam. It disappears with a squawk of pain. Yes. All right, Kimmy, anything else? Um. Hi, Rob. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, we seem to be handling it, so Kimmy actually is going to. Stay there. Yeah. All right. So, Bree, the moonbeam has killed the, the raven that was behind you, clawing at you. So now there are just two of these blood ravens left that are going after Dustin, trying to get to Leary. I'm going to go after... Them. Oh, wait. Wait, no. Hmm. I'm going to come over here and flank. Hey. <laughs> Because I can't get, I could get to where they. No, no, they wouldn't be in within five feet of each other, so I wouldn't be able to do that again. All right, so you run around this raven. It kind of like watches you go, squawking at you as you go. You get to the other side. You get advantage when you're flanking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's okay. So I miss both times. And yeah, I you miss. S- you swing, and you just miss with your first swing. Now you have your other weapon attack. Mm-hmm. So, twenty. Roll again to see if you get a crit. No, twenty total. I know, but ro- you have advantage, so you roll again because you could still crit. All That's right. true. So you didn't crit, so you did six damage on the second attack. Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. Since there's no other enemies near you, you can't do horde breaker this time. Right. Shame. All right. So after Bree, uh. The raven will turn around and attack you, Bree, for coming after it. Yeah. It gets okay. an eight to hit you. Misses. It will miss. The other one will attack Dustin again and gets an 18 to hit him. That does hit. All right. 
it claws at your face again, Dustin. Doing five points of damage, but your bear-like physique now resists it for two points of damage total. And Aranol will again, just flying around this, this raven, just harrowing it, drawing its attention so that you can have advantage if you attack it. Okay. Uh, is it my turn? Yes, it is. I think... I might actually go for the one that's uh, Bree is squaring off with. Whichever you want to go after. Yeah, you have advantage one. on both. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go after the one that uh, attacked Bree because I don't mind taking the hits. Okay. So, uh, if I, 16 or 19 with advantage. It will hit. All right. For 10 points of slashing damage. You kill it. <laughs> nice. All right. Then it and is I whip back to the other bird and I growl in its face. It goes, <laughs> All right, Kimmy, what are you doing? Well, as this raven goes, uh, Kimmy moves her moonbeam onto it. <laughs> it has to make a con save. All right. It gets a 15. I actually need to check. <laughs> I, th- I think that makes it. Okay, so I it'll take the, half. I find a 13. Let me double check. Yeah, it's a 13. So that makes it. Alright. It is still going to take... Six? six yep. Six. It yep. burns to ash and disappears. All goes quiet. The spectral form of Aranol flies over to the edge of the fountain and perches on it. And then as it stares at you, you hear Murder! 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 But its beak doesn't move when it does this. And it's just looking at all of you in turn. And then it does it again. Murder! 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 We're all doing. And then it jumps into the fountain and disappears. No, I wanted the little girl to see her pet bird helped us. Do you run to see if you can find it? Sure. Alright, so you run back to the fountain? Yeah. Give me a perception check when you run back to the fountain. Actually, give me a uh, investigation check. Okay. I'm making sure uh, Leary's okay. She's crying Same. and hugging at your ankles. I pick her back up. She'll hug around your neck when you do. All right, so you're searching uh, the fountain, Bree, but you're having trouble uh, finding anything in it. Seeing that Dustin has it under control, I'll go over there and help her then. Okay. You can also make an investigation check. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. Try and stop me. Oh, I'll stop you. Oh. <laughs> 800 ravens. No. no, with a nat 20 or not. Oh, hell no. All right. So, Kimmy, uh, Bree is looking, and you come and you pull yourself up over the edge of the fountain, and you start looking around, and you, you see it looks like some kind of brown material down by the drain of the fountain. Hmm. Alright, I'll take off my bunny slippers and I'll put them on the side and I'll hike up my pants and I'll go in there and I'll see if I can get it. Kimmy goes in and it goes all the way up to like above her waist when she gets in the (laughs) Are you telling me that you grabbed your gear but you didn't change your shoes? Yeah. Yeah, that seems right. Mm -hmm. She had it. She has right. a slingshot on her at all times, and she got some some like snacks just in case. You know. 
All right, so you move over, and it appears to be some kind of, uh, like, brown, like, sack, like, almost like a, this heavy woven sack material that's plugging the drain. Hmm. Oh, God, does it smell? I'll pull it out. Make me an athletics check. (sighs) One thing I'm bad at. Well, I'm right here. Can I help? You can give Kimmy the help action, and Kimmy can roll with advantage. Alright. Let's do the thing. Alright, well, it's not awful. Alright, so Bree grabs onto Kimmy, who grabs onto this this moldy brown sack that's in the water, and it comes loose, and so Bree, now you are standing holding Kimmy, who is holding this wet sack that kind of whips you in the face as it comes up and out, and she's holding it. So you kind of get... Well, I'm holding Kimmy, <laughs> and I awful ugly face. Yes. Because this nasty thing just... Sorry, Bree. It looks like it's tied closed with a cord, like a, a little thin rope. Oh no! Yeah. It's the raven. Well, of course it is. It's raven sized isn't it, Jeanette? It's just, it's a small sack that's tied closed. Yeah. It's, you know. Does it smell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit. It's most yeah. moldy. It mostly smells moldy and old. Uh, I'll peek in. Alright, you pull the string loose and look inside, and you do see uh, black soaked feathers. Oh. And, you, and as soon as you open it, you get kind of the smell of, like, rotten flesh. Hmm. I'll close it back up. As you do, uh, you see something kind of falls out and plinks into the oh. fountain. It looks like a, a ring. Oh. Okay. I will... Get out of Bree's arms and get it, I guess. Alright, so you go back into the water up to your chest <laughs> and you reach down and pull out and it's this gold signet ring. It's got some kind of crest marked into the band. Can I I want to look at it and see if I recognize the crest? And make, debris. Make me a history check. You got it, dude. Sorry, Mike character sheet keeps on disappearing. Ah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was uh, rolling real great at the beginning, guys. Real great. So you look at it and and you're not really sure like what that the, the crest is, like what it represents. You probably think you're going to have to ask around maybe. Maybe Kimmy's dad will know or maybe like it's possible. one of the tavern owners will recognize it. Yeah. You do that. Unless your dad realized we were out of bed. We don't have to tell him. We can, like, sneak back in, and then... I've done it before. That's the plan, but if we are us, You hear from uh, Dustin's arms, What'd you find? I found a ring. Oh. Yeah. Is it pretty? Kind of pretty. Oh, that's good. That was scary. Why were all those birds here? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I don't know. This world's full of mysteries. I, I, I think you're right, Dustin. Oh, should I show her the bird? I don't know. Or at least tell her. I'm not going to show her the bird. But... No. Oh, that... He's dead. I think it's that, time okay, that's we true. get you home. Larry. That is true. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I, I should be getting home. If my mom and dad find out I snuck out, I'm going to be in big trouble again. 
Oh, we're walking her home. Yeah, we'll we'll get you home. And I put her on my shoulders. Oh. Okay. So you guys take her back home. She doesn't yeah. live too far from Kimmy. Um. So when you get her to the house, she's like, I can climb back up and go back in my window. Okay. Okay. How high sense. is the window? Am I basically this there? Like. You you could probably give her a, a decent boost to get up on top yeah. of the porch roof to get to the window. Uh, do you want to be quiet about it? Uh, as quiet as I can be. Could you, stealth. Make some stealth could, you, check. could you use your pass without a trace to help? Uh, I can't. I don't know. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna. Try to, I got a four. Oh jeez. So. <laughs> Dustin tries to lift Leary up onto the roof, and she scrambles up as he, like, knocks a pot over that's on the ar- the, the railing, and it, like, falls, and you hear, and you hear from inside the house, like, you hear somebody start moving around inside the house on the second floor, and you Dustin's hear, like, like footsteps <laughs> on the stairs. You, you guys all bolt and run for it? And you see- yeah, okay. I thought. Dustin does. <laughs> Dustin's <laughs> gone. Dustin's running. He's out of here. Kimmy jumps into a bush. All you had to do was say that we've been doing the night watch ever since this sh- dead came back. We can do that. Don't worry. In trouble. Kimmy, make a stealth check for jumping in a bush. Actually, I will wild shape into a mouse and jump into the bush. All right, because you're in the bush. So, Bree, what are you doing as you hear footsteps coming to the front door? I'm gonna stay right here. All right, the front door opens, and this disheveled, like, sleepy-eyed man, like, comes out the door holding, uh, like, this long wooden stick, and he's like, "Who's there?" It's just me, Brielle. <sighs> what are you doing? Well, ever since crazy things started happening in town, I figured it might be a good idea to keep watch at night. Make a deception check. You can roll with advantage because it's a believable story. It is a believable story. So uh, 14. That's not awful. So he, he lowers... He is half asleep, too. Yeah, he lowers the stick and he's like, oh, oh I thought like I thought something was like happening again. Uh, that's, no, that's, I'm sorry. Wow, that's really nice of you to, to check on things and to, to be doing that. That's a lot to take on. Uh, appreciate it. Well... There's a couple, my friends and I are helping a little bit, so it's not just on me. No, no, you guys have done a lot. It's appreciated. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, I'll, uh, I, ne- sure I never to got to that. thank you. Uh, you guys helped my daughter and her friends the other day, too, so but thank you for that. You're welcome. Do you want to, do you need anything? Uh, a beverage or a snack or something while you make your rounds? No, I'm all set, thanks. But I'll, uh, I'm sorry about the pot. I was being a little klutzy. I'll get it replaced for you. No, that's, that's all right. My wife, she'll, she'll replant it. It's, it's fine. I'll just scoop it up and take it in with me. You're, no worries. Okay. You have, you a, have good a good night. night. Yes. All right. Take care of yourself. You too. And he, you see him just kind of scoop up the broken pot and kind of go back inside and shut the door. You were going to get that little girl in trouble. <laughs> she says to the bush where Kimmy's little mouse is. A little mouse comes squeaking out. <laughs> Dustin, as you have run, you've run away. If you want to stay in mouse form, I'll, I'll pick you up. <laughs> okay. When uh, when you stop at some point and like turn to wait for them, 
Yeah. Uh, like I get to the next building or something. I'm like, oh. you you do the huh, huh, and then you're like, oh, and you look again, and there is a spectral raven perched on your shoulder. And it just it just leans in and looks at your face. Hello. Hello. It speaks. Its mouth doesn't move, but it says hello three times. Are you Leary's bird? Leary. Friend. friend. Leary. Leary. Did someone kill you, small friend? Murder. 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 And it bounds up on your head. Was it crazy, Bob? <laughs> you guys catch up as as you the bird goes from his shoulder to his head, and is now sitting perched on his head. We saw the bird helping him in the the park, yeah. right? Yeah, you saw okay. it like so trying to help him. We're not scared of it. Well, mm. a little freaked out, but not gonna attack it. Yeah. I mean, if it's Larry's bird, it's, you know. still freaky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does it does it look undead? Like have it looks just like ghostly, but it's got like okay. um here let's see. Don't like spectral things. It looks literally if you look at uh in roll twenty. Mm. Yep. It literally looks like this guy. <sighs> okay. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you guys come up as you see this perched on Dustin's head. Do I? So, as part of uh, my new totem path, mm -hmm. I got Spirit Seeker, which allows me to cast Speak with Animals, but as a ritual. Mm -hmm. Do I think oh. that would work with this ghost bird? I have no I idea. Speak with Animal. I make, just took it out of the spell. Make a nature check. I that. A nature check. Okay, mm -hmm. let me do that. I might be able to help with that. I would make a nature check, too. I got a four. <laughs> Why didn't mine roll? I don't know. Wait, there, there you go. Um, Alright, so... Bree, you know that... Um, ravens, they, they don't really have a language. They tend... They mimic. So you don't know that you could get it to actually... Like, that you would understand a spoken language from it if you did speak with animals. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, well, I, I turn to my friends. I'm like, what are we going to do? I can't exactly say that. <laughs> what What do we hold the, against this guy who's killing ravens? Like, uh, It's sad, but it's not like I don't think that breaks any laws. We could always go and investigate. Yeah, could talk to him. Something weirder than usual is going on with Crazy Bob. Hmm. I did find the signet ring. It might connect to something, like in his house, maybe, or his bag, or wherever he stays. Dustin, do you want to make a history check on the ring? Sure. Mm. I'm going to give you advantage. I'm not going to tell you why, but you do have advantage on this. Oh. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I click performance. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's still good. Uh, so okay, yeah. you... You've seen that signet before, um, back in Briarwood. Uh, you know that it is, it belonged to, um, like, this family that were sort of traveling merchants. And now, uh, that, you, now that you think about it, you know that Antrellis used to be a traveling merchant. 
he and his he and his wife years back used to travel the countryside selling goods and stuff like that on the road before he com- <laughs> before she t- died and he completely completely lost his mind. You killed this freaking raven. We need to figure out why. Maybe we need to talk to Entrellis again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and on that Do note... not look forward to that. I think that's a good spot to stop and pick up next time. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Going to talk to Crazy Bob. For Crazy Bob. Yay! <laughs> go and, go right. to retrieve Krona and go to talk to Crazy Bob. Yes! <laughs> I got to call him Crazy Bob! Oh. <laughs> I always... <laughs> like, you come up with these weird, crazy names for some of the NPCs, and I always hope that you're going to change the name just for us. And- Thank you for joining us for Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures.